0: For this
1: command is a lamp, this teaching is a light, and correction and instruction are the way to life. Proverbs 6.23 Join Bishop Patrick Bruce of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bantama, as he brings you the pure, unadulterated Word of God. This teaching is anointed, practical, down to earth, and full of wisdom, and will refresh, energize, and bring healing to your body and soul. Listen to the Word of God.
0: The Word of God comes. We have a testimony and welcome our sister Sarah Hallelujah!
1: I thank God for today uh, for my life and um, it was about a year ago last year in October that one night I was asleep and all of a sudden I felt a very painful move in my body I couldn't move my body for some few minutes but fortunately Gloria was lying before me it was midnight I was able to call her and she got up call other people around when they came after everything I couldn't speak well like my speech changed my movement changed all what we said was it was a stroke attack that I had it was very nobody was around my family nobody was around so I didn't know what to do and I thought it was an attack so I thank God that I have overcome the enemy. And a month later, in November, another attack came. So I was wondering, what is this? We've never seen such in my family before. And we didn't know what to do. We thought it was spiritual. Because the attack, it, it comes as if it's um, epileptic. So we didn't know what to do. But by grace, a doctor friend of ours, Dr. Opon, may his soul rest in peace we went to him and he told us it was a seizure which i've never had before seizure comes like an epilepsy whenever it comes i need to take a drug that is prescribed for those who are epileptic so i was wondering am i becoming epileptic from now i didn't know what to do so, always I would take the drugs. And he gave me a caution that, Sarah, you should be taking this medicine each and every day. Because if you don't, the attack might disgrace you. At work, it will come. In public, it might come. Hallelujah. So, sometimes after I've moved from church to the house, the attack will come. But I give God all the glory. He asked me to go for some scans and blood tests, which I did. Because he said the seizure is as a result of a brain tumor or a deficiency in my blood. So I need to run some tests and also go for a CT scan. I did a scan and the outcome was a brain tumor. And so I needed to be um, operated on. He gave me a time for the surgery. I became afraid. At that time, the enemy brought much fear on me. Because... I could sit in the radio and they would be discussing about a brain tumour. How brain tumor have killed some people because they didn't get doctor to operate on them. A colleague can tell me how the siblings suffered from a brain tumour and lost their sight. So I was very afraid and he didn't know what to do and he gave me a date. I was so much afraid that I, I, I wasn't ready. I could tell him psychologically I'm not ready. So I kept on postponing. And it be- the attacks became so much that by grace, he sent his servant to um, pray for me and to be with me. I came to Bishop Patrick, and Bishop said, Sarah, in any way the Lord will present a miracle, we will accept. He took the scans. Uh, to Bishop Ogo Bishop Ogo gave us the go ahead that go on, do this, can nothing will happen. I prepared, and I went for the surgery. The doctor told me, Sarah, after the surgery, you, you come and sign this paper because it 's between life and death either i don 't come back again or I will come back with my right being paralyzed, and he also told me, I will be in the ICU for three days, but With the mighty power hand of God. I went through the surgery. I came back alive. Hallelujah. I came back alive. The only thing that was. Left with. I couldn't move this right fingers. The fingers was just lying down I was crying asking God why is he doing this to me because I've told him God please take me out of this surgery because it's this hand that I write every morning to praise you so it can't be done I can't be paralyzed by grace I came back the doctors were so amazed about how the um, recovery went because on the Tuesday the full, I had it on a Tuesday the following week Tuesday I put a scarf on my head Reverend Alfred drove me to church on a Tuesday service from the hospital. What a mighty God we saved. I want to say thank you to our Bishop. Bishop Patrick was there. Even when I woke up, I saw Bishop Patrick standing beside me at the ICU. Reverend Alfred was there, my pastor Patricia was there. So I had a reverend, I had a pastor, and I had a bishop. Hallelujah! I thank God. I want to give him all the glory. Bishop Nassim was there for me. Reverend Alfred could drive all the way to my house at night to take me to the hospital. Because I wasn't taking my drugs. I said, I can't believe it. I'm not going through any surgery. So I'm not taking my drugs. I'm believing God for a miracle. So at night I could have the attack. But it was not a way that God wanted to heal me through prayers but with wisdom from pastors the surgery went very well and i want to say thank you to god for my life thank you for keeping me all the way till now i have not had the attack anymore the attack is no more and it's left with these fingers i can write i i went through writing prat- uh, doing practicals with my hand doing everything everything is working in my life and i want to say thank you bishop and thank you god hallelujah
0: this morning we want to welcome our sister Samuela to minister in song to us before the word of God comes. Encourage her as she comes.
2: Hallelujah. It's a privilege to be in the house of the Lord, Amen. I've not been given the privilege the chance to give a testimony, but God has also done something so powerful for me. I've been looking for a job for like three years now. It wasn't easy. You know when you come police, when everyone is asking you, What are you doing? What are you doing? Sometimes you are even forced to lie. Sometimes like you are forced to say something. I, I went to do an attachment at a company for nine months without pay. The work is hard. I'm crashing rocks. I'm lifting machines. The work is hard. At the point I just want to give up but Bishop Patrick told me to go on. And for those nine months, it wasn't easy. I had to miss church. I had to put things. I had to sacrifice something. So an opportunity came that I should, I should apply for a job, which I didn't want to because comparing how the job is and how my life in church is, I calculated, I was like, I can't, I can't take this job and then I called bishop and bishop said give it a try so I was about to apply they gave the deadline for 27 so I was relaxing in the house thinking oh I have like two weeks to apply and then the manager in charge I mean the, the whole company the main manager called the staff manager to ask him has someone applied for the job so the man called me here, like apply he said the deadline is today I was in charge on and the deadline was like two weeks. They put it on the internet, it's two weeks to come. So I had to, I had to put my CV together and everything. So I applied for the job. The man called me just to make everything professional. So he interviewed other people. But I knew I had a job. Because for a manager to call you that, apply for the job, then he already knows who he was. So when I went, he told me that he's interviewing other people just to make it professional. When I went, the kind of questions he asked me, (laughs) I thought he was going to ask me questions about engineering, about things. But he was just asking me things about leadership. How to lead, how to do this. And I realized working in church really helped. There was one question he asked me that if I come and then all the machines are down, what will I do? I said, okay, I'll try and fix the machine. That is if I know how to fix the machine. And if I don't know, I will call someone to come and fit the machine that time. And he was so impressed with that answer. And then he called the manager, the staff manager, to tell him that, where has this girl been all this while? Meanwhile, every day I've been going to greet him when I was doing the attachment so that he knows that I'm still around. And now he's asking that, where has this girl been? And I just want to thank God for. Mostly they give a contract for six months. But for me, he gave me a contract for one year. I was so surprised that God has done this for me. The work is hard. And I want to thank God for my life. I want to thank God for this job. I want to thank God for putting a smile on my face. It's not easy to look for a job, I'm telling you. Amen. I want to sing a song to tell God that He's the most powerful God I have ever known. Amen.
0: This morning you want to stand onto your feet. We want to give Anna to whom Anna is you and to welcome our old father, Bishop Patrick Bruce to bring us the word of God.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Amen. Can I have a better Amen? Tell somebody what a blessing. What a testimony. Tell somebody you will get your healing, you will get a job. Oh, he didn't say it well. Tell them you will get a healing and you will get a job. In the name of Jesus. Put your hands together. This morning you are very blessed to be here. Because it's a special service. And um, you are the first people in this in this part of... Cathedral to be partakers of what we are about to launch this morning. The clapping is not equal to ears. You know, many years ago, Bishop asked the Lord, how can I be fruitful? And then he saw a hand holding a book and the Lord told him, by books you'll be fruitful. And he began writing books and he has written books that have been translated into about 17 different languages in every corner different corners of the world some people even translate the book before they ask permission but because it is a calling of god it is not something which we are doing as a business but something which he is doing in answer to God's call we are always so happy when people translate it because the book then spreads more and more and, and by the books he has written so many lives churches have been changed Amen and by these same books too he has been invited to many 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 different places and by these same books many of us have been blessed are, are you here this morning and this morning we are very privileged that another book has been written for us. Another book. One of the uh, amazing things about Bishop is that some, some people write books about the anointing or about prosperity or about righteousness or about a particular area but Bishop has written books that co- cover such a broad area. I mean, among the books he has written, I believe that there is no subject you will not find from lying, to stealing, to beauty, to fornication. in by asking, well, what is your problem? There's a book for you. There's a book for you. Is it anointing, church planting, church growth? Is it faith? Is it righteousness? Is it uh, evangelism? Is it... Um, um, power and power ministry listen I don't know what you are looking for I don't know where you have come from but whatever it is that you are looking for there is a book among our bishops books for you amen and this this morning it is our privilege to receive one of the latest latest books in fact it has not come out fully yet it is now coming out so what we have here are just a few copies hallelujah It's not at all enough for everybody, just a few copies. But we want to launch the book officially so that when it comes out now, you'll be able to get a copy, get your hand on a copy, and then begin to walk into the victory that God has for you. Because victory is our portion. Oh, I didn't hear a good amen. Yeah, victory is our portion. We are not, we are appointed. Our destination is heaven. Heaven is the place where victory is commonplace. Where you walk on gold, you live forever, there's no sorrow, crying, pain, death. Uh, uh, it, all those things are set aside. And so God has really, the Bible says that we are His workmanship, created unto good works. Christ in you, the hope of glory. There are so many examples in the Bible that tell us that God's intention and plan for us is to do well. Amen. That is God's plan for us. That you will do well. That you will survive and and even thrive and flourish. And so may you be among those who will be flourishing in the name of Jesus. But the, the reality is that many people are not doing well. That's the reality. Many people confess the Lord, confess faith, confess salvation. Many people have gone to school, have done all the theoretical things that should make them successful, but they are not. For example, you. they might say, look at you. Happy might say, look at you. You have tried. Haven't you tried? Haven't you tried? Haven't you gone to school? Haven't you written exams? Haven't you tried to get a job? Haven't you walked up and down looking for accommodation? in a better place than where you are now but many of us still we have not been able to break out of a certain place hallelujah many have prayed confessed received cars up to today they are walking i think they've caught you today many have said oh i see my car my bmw my mercedes my toyota land cruiser my Camry, they have they have claimed. Tell me, but I, I think they heard you when you were claiming the car. I think they heard you. Yeah, you were saying all kinds of things. My iPhone, my Samsung Galaxy Eight, my forty-five inch TV. You have claimed so many things, but your room is still empty, and you are still holding that uh, um, not uh, what Nokia thirty-three ten or what? You are still holding those old old things. Are you listening? Are you listening? It means that God has actually determined prosperity and victory for us. But so few are really able to enter into that level, that dimension of prosperity. And that is why, for me, this book is going to be one of the best sellers that Bishop has written, The Victory Secrets. The Victory Secrets it is going to be one of the very very best books amen because it is going to give you the secrets how to achieve the victory that you are you are going you are looking for it is going to show you how to get that thing that you really want and listen people are trying to get uh, a victory they are trying Some are doing MBA, some are doing every kind of course, ACCA, what again are you doing? Sima, Sima, Sita, Sota, every kind of combination, they are trying it, just to break out of poverty, just to get a better job. Some are even traveling to America, a man called Abna, a woman called John, every kind of passport, they are trying everything. Oh, you haven't heard some before? You've heard some before? man Yeah, because the, the white man can't see, cannot see the the faces, change their passport, get somebody's passport, just put your name and picture and try to go abroad. And when I get there, I will succeed and become prosperous. And many get there and they become taxi drivers and construction workers and toilet cleaners. And every kind of low job, because they didn't know that it's not going to America that grants you success and victory, but there's something else. I said there's something else. Amen. And this book that Bishop has written, it is fantastic. Hallelujah. For example, page two, the beginning, the introduction, it says a victory secret. Are you listening? is a secret that will make you into a living wonder may you become a living wonder i mean who's a living wonder a living wonder is somebody we know we know you but when we see you we are amazed is that you because you used to take trot trot you stand here then you walk to this place then you you are saving money you you are saving money saving five pesos, ten pesos. it was significant to you in those days used to, when you see taxi coming when taxi has passed after it has passed so it will stop because if they stop, you can't pay. how many have done some before? hey, how many have done some before? stop the taxi after it has passed hey, you remind me this morning I said lift your hand, how many have done some before? stopping the taxi when it has passed or when it's full it's full, then you stop very strongly. Empty taxi there. <laughs> I didn't see it. Because if it stops, there's a problem. Yeah. And we have seen you walking. We have seen you walking at Doom. Seen you walking at Asafo. Seen you walking on the bypass. We have seen you walking. And then suddenly you appear in a land cruiser. Hey, what a shock. I said, what a shock. We know you, you have a house. There's no kitchen. suddenly we see you have arrived in a very big mansion hey you become a living wonder i said you become a living wonder and you don't become a becoming a living wonder is not an ordinary thing that is why so few people become living wonders most are ordinary citizens still suffering most are still managing and trying to balance themselves but the victory secret will make you into a living wonder. May you become a living wonder. May somebody who knows you be surprised at what you become. May somebody who has a walk with you, who has seen your upbringing, who knows where you came from, when they see what you have become, they will say it must be God. that is what it says: A victory secret is the secret of God. Hallelujah. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Even the hidden mystery. You know, if, if the mystery of God was so open, by now, every Christian, everybody would walk into it. But it's hidden. It is hidden. Which God ordained before the world unto our glory. And and that is why the mystery is revealed by revelation. Revelation is when something that is not known is made known. Are you here? Hey, are you here this morning? Revelation, this is in the book, from the book. Revelation means to unveil and to show you something. That is hidden It is there It wasn't made suddenly And given to you It has always been there But it has been hidden or covered And so many people cannot see it Or recognize it for what it is And then the power of revelation The gift of revelation will, The person himself Will have understanding And then be able to explain to others What it is That makes it powerful for you to receive the the secrets. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen, your prosperity. I'm just picking out some some little parts of the book. Your prosperity depends on your discovery of the secrets of God. Isaiah 45 and verse 1 to 3. Thus said the Lord to his anointed to Cyrus, whose right hand I have holden to subdue nations. Are you listening? Before me, and I will loose the loins of kings to open before him the two, the two leaved gates, and the gates shall be shut. I will go before thee. I will go before thee and make the crooked places straight i will break in pieces the gates of brass and cut in asunder the gates of iron this is what i'm looking for and i will give thee the treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places hallelujah i didn't hear amen secret riches amen Riches are not lying. Hey, that is why when somebody, recently I was walking with somebody and then he saw five cities on the ground. Hey, I was standing by him like a goalkeeper. He had caught the money. Then he said, praise the Lord. Do you know why he said praise the Lord? Because it's not common to find money on the ground. It's not common. Money on the ground. Anybody passing by will take it first before you. Hey, nobody will see them walk past it. Treasure money is always hidden. Hallelujah. It is not left. Even take your neighbor. Where is their money? Either in their back pocket, in their brasier, in their socks, Nobody is holding his money in his hand as he's walking in town. Or is that where you keep your money? Even in the bag, look at this big bag. In the bag, there are compartments in the bag. And there is the bottom compartment. And in that compartment too, at the bottom, they have tied the money in a handkerchief and pressed it under. For a thief to take it, he must be very wild. Amen. It's hidden. It's, It's hidden. And so, your prosperity depends on being able to receive a revelation about how to get money that is hidden in secret places. And it is God who said the silver is mine, the gold is mine, all the cattle on a thousand hills are mine. It is God who has said those things. And that is how come you can now receive a revelation that will help you to become prosperous. Hallelujah. Put your hands together this morning. Why some people are rich still remains a mystery to many. People do many things in order to prosper but few are given the secrets of prosperity. You need to discover the secrets because greatness and prosperity are based on the discovery of the secrets. Amen. This is just the introduction to the book. This is not the secrets. This is the introduction to the reason for the secrets. For example, a second point. The secret of God is given to the righteous Proverbs chapter 3, and verse 2. For the froward, verse 32, 32. For the froward is abomination to the Lord, but his secret is with the righteous. Listen. How many here have secrets? Lift your hand. You have secrets. Oh, lift your hand. If your hand is this, I don't know what it means. It's half a secret. You have to. You see, those who have secrets, even though you call it a secret, there is somebody you have told. Yeah, except the very dangerous ones. That that one, you you are God. You should stay like that. But most of us, even when we have secrets or we have things that are very personal, there is still somebody with whom you can share those things. It's not everybody. It's not anybody at all. You call him, hey, come, come and hear what I've done. I took the girl and You know, no, no. It's not, it is not at all like that. I, I, look, this iPhone. Do you know where I got it from? Mr. Minister for Sticks and Stones gave it to me. Is that how you behave? No, we hide things. We don't share it easily. But there are a few people who are so close to us that we are able to share secrets with them. That's what happened to God's prophets. They are so close to God that God is able to open their minds and open their eyes to have an understanding of things that are hidden to other people. That is why only some people know where you got those shoes. Ask about the shoe you are wearing. I know you didn't buy it. Yeah? The earring, the necklaces, all those things you are carrying around you you just see me after church and we'll discuss it. Amen? But it's not everybody to whom these secrets are revealed and by the grace of God. You know, this book, as I was reading it, I was amazed at the revelations that came out through it. And I said that God has opened Bishop's eyes and mind to have such great understanding of so many things. That it is, it is fantastic. Hallelujah. I didn't hear a good amen. amen. Let me share one secret. Chapter 8. This one struck me power when I read it. The secret of defeat. There are 38 chapters. 38 secrets in this book. You, you see. Listen. Uh, someone, the, the, the things are so fantastic. That as I read it and I saw his understanding of the subject my mind just went wow and it made me understand things so very differently and and this one the secret of defeat when you understand it it will change your mind and your life and how you relate to many things I'll share you only this one this morning the secret of defeat hallelujah revelations that's where the secrets are revelations. It's a book you have read, but you didn't understand. You only saw a white horse. That's why you understood. A white horse and his name is faithful and true. But there are other things in the book you didn't understand. Because me too, I didn't understand. But when I saw what Bishop is now explaining, I began to have a deeper understanding. And then suddenly many secrets that were hidden become revealed to us. Revelation chapter 11, verse 1 to 10. The secret of defeat. Listen, this secret is very important. Do you know why? Many of us are doing our best to avoid defeat. Many of us, our whole life purpose, life aim, is just to escape defeat. I must not fail. I must not come down. I must not become poor. That is all, or oh, it's not true, or oh, it's not true. That's our purpose. Our whole aim is that I shall not fail, and that is why people go and have sex with their manager, go and buy collect bribe, go to town, go and buy a poor go and do every kind of thing. Sakawa, what is Sakawa? An attempt to escape poverty. What is Sakadro? Uh, an attempt to escape poverty. All these things are people's frantic attempts to escape poverty. Why should a man allow a man, a girl allow a man to be press, pressing like a, a, a computer, pressing buttons and push, pushing things so that you escape not being married? That's all. Because not being married to somebody is a failure. You are quiet this morning. When you are here, you are 32, 35, 39. 42 and you are still single hey what does that mean no one likes me it means i know fine it means i'm not correct it means i have failed somehow in life because you have not understood the secret of defeat amen that's why some people are doing everything possible to buy a car they don't have a house they have a car that's a nonsense you don't have a house but you have a car which is more valuable but you see, because they want to appear successful. So they are doing everything to just uh, make an appearance The a very poor person. You, you, you don't have money. Then you go and buy designer jeans. Hey! To hide your poverty. Because you don't understand the secret of defeat. And there was giving me a read. Are you, are you here? I'm just sharing one secret like unto a rod and the angel stood saying rise and measure the temple of God and the altar and them that worship therein but the court that is without the temple leave out and measure it not for it is given unto the Gentiles and the holy city shall they tread underfoot forty and two months and I will give power unto my two witnesses and they shall prophesy a thousand two hundred and three score days clothed in sackcloth. God is, are you here this morning? Are you listening to me? God is saying that he is going to set up two witnesses, his witnesses, and he will give them power to prophesy for one thousand two hundred and sixty days. I don't know how many months, somebody calculate how many months, how many years. I think it's three and a half years. These are the two olive trees and the two candlesticks. Let's jump. They have power, the two witnesses. They have power to shut heaven that it rain not in the days of their prophecy. And have power over waters to turn them into blood. And to smite the earth with all plagues as often as they will. Wow. These are powerful men. These are powerful men that God has set on the earth as his two witnesses. And look look at this. And when they shall have finished their testimony, the beast that ascended out of the bottomless pit shall make war against them and shall overcome them and shall kill them. I've read this for many, many years. Years I've known this scripture, I didn't understand what it meant. And the beast shall overcome them and shall kill them, and their dead bodies shall lie in the streets of the great city, which spiritually is called Sodom and Egypt, where our Lord was crucified. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Are you here this morning? These are men who have great power. God gave them real power to um, prophesy and to stop stop rain, to turn water into blood, and to do miracles as and when they like. These are men who, by our standards, are going to be very successful ministers of God. Then suddenly, they will enter into, are, are you here this morning? They will come into a battle against an enemy, and they will die. And they will die. And many of us will say, Oh, what a shame! What a disgrace! What a failure. Something bad has happened. The men of God have been killed. Satan has one has had a victory and we have failed. But listen point number one God has determined Both victory and defeat. God has determined both victory and defeat. Many of us, you are fighting failure. You are totally anti-failure. So any failure, any defeat, anything that happens in your life, that is bad. You reject it and you curse and fight and turn against it. Anything that happens to you contrary to your expectation, you curse and you just determine every kind of prophecy against it it shall not be, I cannot fail hey maybe God has determined it amen God has determined victory and failure because it didn't just happen that they died it didn't just happen to die no 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 no. God planned from way back that I'm going to I need two witnesses witness one, witness two, come two witnesses you'll be very powerful do you like it very powerful do you like it yes two witnesses and you stand and you'll be witnessing and they will be acclaiming you and you'll be very great and great then you die see see the obvious is is, is checking what what do you think about that i don't think it's a good idea i don't think far it's you see and but it is happening here and god is somewhere in the other place God is not there at all He is somewhere far away Up and mighty somewhere And they are there And so two prophets you are, you are just live your life Prophesy Prophesy Raise your hand and prophesy, prophesy 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 And now die It's like hey What a failure What a failure But it's not a failure at all God saw it coming I said God saw it coming And God planned it Amen so anything that happens in your you see, you have become so anti-failure that you miss God's plan. You have become so anti-failure, so afraid of any setback, that anything that is happening your way, you just run in the opposite direction, then you are accept any kind of shabby victory to escape a failure. Preaching this morning. You are accept any kind of any cause, anything at all, you accept it just to avoid some foolish man has come, useless boy just to avoid being single you accept him, marry me, foolish man then you say, okay, I'll marry you ask him, but what is wrong with you sister, papa, sister, what is wrong with you what is wrong with you letting this man marry you ah, is this man better than being single, but the idea that a single lady is a failure, is so anathema to your mind that you are running away to accept any kind of shabby victory i'm preaching i'm preaching that's why i came this morning i'm preaching yeah you accept anything that's why you rather want to go to america and be a door cleaner a floor sweeper a road scrubber than stay here and manage because here your failure we can see it you want to go to america you're in america hiding there in the bush hey, hey! I said you are not able to understand that God has determined some difficult things in your life. I'm preaching this morning. Hey, rise up and come back to life. <laughs> Amen. God has determined both victory and failure. Go back to your kingdoms. Amen. Number two. You have to. You should affect defeat. Accept it when it is in God's will. You should accept defeat. This is here, quiet. I said you should accept defeat when it is in God's will. Yeah. It's a fantastic book, I tell you. It's a fantastic book. When I read it, I became so happy. And I understood my life much better. Accept defeat when it God's is, will, what is God's will? When you are doing God's will, you know. You are doing the best you can. You are obeying as best as you can. I've done, I'm avoiding all of your sin. I'm obeying God as best as I can. I'm doing what I can do. I'm here in church, I'm faithful. I am working in the will of God. In that condition, accept defeat. Accept defeat. Yeah, accept it. Don't fight it. When you are in church, good girl in the choir, doing everything right and nobody has come hey don't be afraid and then go and find some brah brah Mohammed to come and marry marry you brah Mohammed to come and marry you because today all the boys no one is coming and then some guy has come some guy be called Alan, Alan Jack Alan Jack has come to propose you know Alan Jack is tall and handsome all these guys in the church they are not trying so Alan Jack I have taken him listen you are in the right place I didn't hear a good amen you are in the right place you are in the right church you are in the right ministry you are serving god as best as you can accept everything that happens to you in this condition accept it accept it don't say that, oh god didn't know how did go? god knew god knew ah. i wrote my a levels look i'm not a bad student i have to confess I wrote, I and When the results came, my biology didn't work. I couldn't believe it. Biology. Everything was okay. Biology didn't work. I got a sub. Do you know what a sub is? You are all like, oh, Wasi graduates. <laughs> and so I had to write it again. And I, I was so, ah, I was so sad and depressed. Ah, to spend one more year to write the C again, the E-levels the, uh, a- mm. again. But, I told my friend, me and my friend, both of us had to do it again. I said, listen, let's do it. Let's do it. No problem. So we went to Acropolis to go and do it again. And I, I got into a. I I had to start, sit in a class, just join a class. As I sat in a class, me and my friend, we sat at the back. Because I, I knew that I shouldn't be here. I, I know this biology stuff. I don't know why I didn't pass it. I mean, I'm not coming to learn. I'm coming to write again. I know already. So we came and we sat at the back, my friend and I. We just cool at the back, just present. Do you know what I saw in the class? I saw a certain girl. Ish a certain girl. Every she was always moving around the class. Everywhere she went there was laughter. When she comes here no then after a few minutes, ha <laughs> ha. Then she will move. Then she go to a different place. Then after a few minutes hey what kind of girl is this everywhere she goes there is laughter and there is happiness so I began to watch her hey I watch her uh, do you know what her name was her name was called Joy hey I said the name and the character they, they match the name and character they match listen I, I was there I was there after five years after five years of of following and and <laughs> you're <yeah>, laughing. <laughs> I said after five years of prayer and fasting and following and close marking and shepherding, now she is my wife for the past thirty something years. Yeah, she is my wife. And 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 I was thinking one day, this girl, she went to our girls, I went to him she went to uh, uh, um um. She lives at, at Laboni. I live at Odoko. Her friends are Legon. She went to Legon. I went to Tech. We, we would never meet. There is nowhere. There is no common ground where we will meet. There is no way. I was thinking, apart from Second World War. Thank God for Second World War. I said, Thank God for every failure. that God brings a, 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 a victory out of it. Accept it. Accept it. You are too busy fighting and trying to escape escape failure too busy too determined I will not fail Oh, I must do all things possible collecting money and collecting every kind of thing no 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 number three is a very fantastic book there are more scriptures but we don't have time you cannot be defeated until you have finished your work You cannot be defeated until you have finished your work. That's what it said of these men. And when they have finished their testimony, you see, sometimes you have finished one phase of your life. Sometimes you have finished one part of the work you are doing. And then you need to spend some time to do something else. And you will not go there. And so God will never let you come down in the middle of His project. He will not. You will finish what he is doing. What God has planned for you. What he has determined for you. He will finish it. Before any disturbance comes. God will finish his plan. God will never upset his own plan with a defeat. No he will not. Because he has determined all these days. And so when a defeat comes or something happens to you. Listen. It will just just begin to think and see. It will happen at the end of a chapter. Or a phase or a season in your life. It doesn't come mainstream easily. It comes at, at an end of something. And when you see it, just begin to look back, then you find that this, this event, this failure, marks a, a change in the season, or marks a change in, in something God is doing. And then suddenly something new and greater and better will come out of this failure and this defeat. Fantastic. Put your hands together. And you will only... And you see... Even, even the, 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 the last enemy... The greatest defeat... That we can think about... That is death. To God, it is not a defeat. To God, it is not a defeat. To God, it is the way to heaven. It is another way to leave this earth... To go up to heaven. Last, just this past Wednesday, I, I lost a pastor. One of my young pastors, a young father, he had, he had a wife, he had three children. He was, he was, Tuesday, I spoke with him. Tuesday evening, I spoke with him, I asked, how are you Francis? I'm okay, I'm not too well. He was speaking very quietly, soberly. I mean, just very gentle. Tuesday evening, Wednesday 4 a.m., he's dead. And I said, oh, Lord, what is this? But is he... When you begin to understand that sometimes you have finished your work. You don't need to live long to achieve much. You don't need to. I mean, sometimes when you live long, like Hezekiah, rather becomes a mess. And rather things go bad. And rather you forget your early faith. And you begin to backslide. You say, oh, when we were children, we were doing some. When I was a kid, I used to pray more than this. Now I'm mature. God wants to spare you from that so-called backsliding maturity. And sometimes He takes you early. And sometimes too He's doing something that is far beyond our thinking. We we can't understand what God is doing. We have no idea. But one thing we know, that God determines our victory and our defeat. And no defeat can come upon you without the will and the express permission of God. And no defeat can take place if God hasn't determined it. And the end at the end it will, your end will only come when God wills it when I read this the other night, I was lying in bed and I read it, I said, ah what a blessing so many difficult things happen to us here am I, I've just lost a pastor and I was thinking, we have to now, how, how to go and encourage people and tell them that look, um, it's okay but suddenly, it is okay it's okay because it's not a defeat it's something god purpose satan cannot come and swerve us and steal your your mobile phone so easy nobody can take your even you your mobile phone which is only worth a few thousand cities or, or even cry doesn't thousand cities you are keeping it jealously how much more a life that is worth much more than the whole world can it be taken easily Can somebody come and easily steal one life? A life, it can be taken so easily. Is that what you are telling me? It cannot be the case. It cannot be the case. It is God doing something. Listen, from today. Let God do what He will do. Amen. Let God be elevated. Let God arise. Let God's way and His will be totally dominant in our lives. Never be discouraged by any failure. Once you have, you are working in the will of God, you have done your best. You have read, studied, prayed, done everything possible. Whatever happens. Now, don't curse it. But begin to let God do what He is going to do. And let God have His way, His perfect will. Don't be an unwilling and a difficult vessel. But be a very good vessel soft person in God's hands put your hands together there are so many chapters so many secrets in the book secret of the lost crown secret of the number of the beast secret of the five realities the five realities listen this one I cannot we don't have time we don't have time we don't have time Secret of, of, of the of Wars Secret of, of the devil. Oh, look when, As you read this book You will understand so many things That God is doing In your life And suddenly victory will become So easily within reach And then you become what A living wonder Put your hands together this morning My Sincere feeling is this will be one of the very good bestsellers among those who want to prosper. That's my sincere feeling. It will be probably one of the fastest moving books among those who are trying to become rich and wealthy. And those who are really serious about it. Tithing every secret, all the secrets that are not so clear and how they affect our prosperity, they are here. And they will be clear to you as you Read it and you study this book in the name of Jesus. Put your hands together this morning. You want to close your eyes? You want to bow your head? You know something? All the money, all the prosperity that you may have is useless if you don't have Jesus. All prosperity, all benefit houses, cars, everything that you may get becomes useless when you are on your deathbed. When you are dying, your car is outside. You can't even drive it. You are so weak. You are so sick. You can't drive your car. You can't even eat the food your money can buy. When you are lying in bed, there's a tube in your mouth. You cannot go and eat. If you buy chicken, buy turkey, buy goat kebab everything becomes useless when at a certain point in your life. You can come to a point where you are even have a house, you have houses, even three, four houses, one in London, one in New York, and two in in Accra, Tassaco Valley, but you are lying on a hospital bed in one little room in a hospital and all your houses are useless to you because prosperity and everything, at a certain point, they fail. They fail. You can desire all kinds of wealth, nice clothes and everything. But at a certain point, all your nice clothes, they will take it off you and you will lie down with just a cloth covering you because you are going for surgery. So this morning, wherever you are, you want to bow your heads. You are here and you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. It doesn't matter what you have or don't have. You must have Jesus. You must have Jesus it doesn't matter how educated or not you must have Jesus you must know for sure that you are going to heaven and your name is written in the book of life and that Jesus himself wrote your name in the book of life and so this morning you are here and you are not sure of your salvation please don't be shy do me a favor just lift your right hand God bless you my brother you are here this morning and you are not sure that if you die you go to heaven just lift your right hand just your right hand. You are here this morning and you are not sure that you are. I, I want to go to heaven but I am not sure. If you are also here like that, wherever. listen, look at the young lady. What she has done is a great step of faith to give her life to Jesus. And you are here this morning and you are not sure yourself. Do me a favor. You too, rise up and come right now. Rise up and come right now and join her as we, uh, we are about to pray. In the name of Jesus. Shall we all stand to our feet this morning? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let us pray. My, my sister, anybody else want to pray, just wherever you are, just place your hands over your chest. My sister, wherever you are this morning, please pray with me. And um, let us also uh, pray alongside in support. Dear Jesus, today, I come to you just as I am. Lord Jesus, thank you that you came from heaven to die on the cross for my sins. And you shed your blood that my iniquities and my wickedness will be washed away. Lord Jesus, this morning I ask you forgive me all that I have done against you against your word against your purposes forgive me for all my sins forgive me for my wickedness and forgive me for walking in the ways of the evil one the devil this morning change my heart and give me a new heart Write my name in their book of life. Thank you, Lord, that from today, I am born again. I am saved and I have become a child of God. Thank you, Father, that from today, I am yours and you are mine. You are now my Lord, my master, my savior. And my best friend. Today I am born again, and I'm going to heaven when Jesus comes. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. When he ran to me, he took me in his arms
1: till my we believe the word of God has come through to you. Join us at the Lighthouse Chapel International, Vantama, behind the Confidence Eating Place. This every Sunday at 9 30 a.m. and 6 p.m. every Tuesday. Stay blessed.